Welcome to the official OCPHA podcast where we interview our local Orange County healthcare professionals about their professional journey into their specialized fields. Uh, my name is Tony and I'll be your host this week as I am joined by our special guest, Dr. Paidea Lee Nguyen, owner of Quinn's Apothecary Pharmacy in Huntington Beach. So uh, thank you for joining us today, Paidea. How have you been doing? Thanks for having me, Tony. Great. How have you been? Good, good. Just, uh, you know, everything is busy and everything. So I'm, I'm sure it's also busy with you, so, because you own your own pharmacy and everything. Definitely. Yeah. I'm lucky enough to have my day off today, so um, I'm happy to be able to join on the podcast. Awesome. That's really good to, to have you today. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about, I guess, about yourself? So I graduated pharmacy school from Western University in 2014, and shortly after, uh, I did a community pharmacy residency. I never thought I would go into independent ownership until maybe uh, the last few months of my residency. I always had kind of the goal to go into ambulatory care, uh, which I did for a bit right after residency. I worked for a large medical group providing diabetes care. Um, um, through protocol and collaborative practice agreements for various patients in Orange County. Uh, but as I was kind of doing that, I became more interested in independent pharmacy ownership just because uh, I felt like I could have more of an impact as a pharmacist and kind of utilize some of the newer things that pharmacists are not able to do, but the expanded practice roles. So in 2013, SD-493 changed a lot of a few things which was weren't actually enacted or started being practiced until uh, 2016. Um, so like birth control consults in the community pharmacy, et cetera. And uh, a lot of the skills that I learned during residency, I kind of used and uh, we apply them in the independent pharmacy world in practice, essentially. Okay. So, so now that you have your own pharmacy, what is your current like position or role there? Uh, I am the pharmacist in charge or pick. Uh, so, and then I manage mostly of the day day to day operations. I mean, my official title is uh, the chief operations officer. So, I like to dabble in kind of how we operate some of the standard operating procedures that we have in place. Um, I also do the marketing. I mean, as an independent owner, you wear a lot of hats. You kind of learn to do everything. Um, however, I actually own the pharmacy with my two, with two business partners, two pharmacists that I graduated from pharmacy school with. So each of us, um, definitely we each have our own strengths. And so, um, one of my strengths is really just logistics and operating the pharmacy on a day to day. That sounds good. Um, so I guess you answered this a little bit already, but I just want to ask again, like, how did you, move into becoming an owner and I guess why did you decide to do it? Uh, part of it was, I mean, it definitely wasn't anything that I thought I would enter when I was in school or in residency. I think at first it was, when I finished residency, the job market was really bleak um, and I sort of didn't want to move away from Southern California. Also, my two business partners were living quite far away from Orange County. And um, we wanted to have a bigger impact on patients and provide care um, 
kind of how we learned. It sounds a little weird, but how we learned in school and how to provide care for patients. Unfortunately, the chain environment and AmCare actually doesn't really allow you to do that just because there's so many different restrictions. Um, and we knew that at an independent pharmacy, we could practice and take care of patients the way we wanted to. Um, and I know a lot of people probably are wondering about the financial risks and how much you would make as an independent owner. It's definitely tough. Uh, however, you know, for the thing about my business partners and I, our, one of our core values is, yes, we may not be uh, making as much as a chain pharmacist out there, but we're kind of getting to practice the way we want to. And on a day-to-day, -day, we, we spend so much time at work, we got a lot of job satisfaction in this sort of practice. And that's why we made the move towards independent ownership. Okay, so um, so can you go a little bit into like what you enjoy about being owner? I just just I know you just said like job satisfaction. Can you get a little more detailed about that? Uh, truthfully, I mean, there's almost kind of like a high. Uh, we talk about reimbursements a lot, and the PBMs getting in the way sometimes. Um, it's you know, of course, there are some prescriptions and such that you make some money off of those lose money. Um, there's definitely kind of an excitement when you, as an owner, you're negotiating, not with the companies or the whole, um, not with the PBMs and the insurance companies, but with actually the wholesalers. And so if you're kind of, if you're business savvy and you like to find deals and kind of negotiate with people, that's a, a big part of it. It's all about acquisition costs and how much you can get drugs for, um, how much risk you're willing to uh, do while you're, um, you know, when you're purchasing medications. Um, and so those are some of the things that excite me. Also, I mean, at the end of the day, I get to, you know, have my employees that are like family to me. We take care of each other, um, of course, and are there are our patients. And you hear a lot of patients that come to us, they struggled with different things that are so simple and, you know, at pharmacies, such as getting their medications delivered. You know, we have a lot of patients that um, can't, don't have transportation. They are wheeling themselves to, you know, the chain pharmacy down the block. But, you know, it's every single day because some of their meds aren't synced. So we have med sync programs to help patients with that. Um, even as pharmacists, our pharmacy, we deliver the meds to the patients sometimes as well, just kind of put a face to the name so the patients don't just see a driver, um, really getting to know the patient's lives and stories. And, you know, um, we have some really fantastic patients and very fortunate to have them and having an impact on their lives, uh, especially seniors. Um, a lot of times these seniors live by themselves and as, a, as their pharmacy, we see them, you know, quite often, I would say, we, you know, we see your name like 10 times a month, especially if you're taking 10 medications. And sometimes we see you four times a month. So definitely has a larger impact than patients may, um, may understand or may think about. But that's what I love about pharmacy. Wow. That sounds like you found like your niche that you, you really enjoy. So, um, Definitely. I mean, community pharmacy, I've always had uh, like a love for it, and that's why I thought AmCare would be very similar, which it is. I mean, getting to have a big impact on patients, especially in diabetes, um, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. But for me, it um, got a little 
uh, tedious just because it was kind of the same day to day where without as an independent pharmacy, we can provide diabetes care, maybe not in a collaborative practice agreement setting, but at least we're providing education to the patients, really getting to know what their barriers are um, and taking their medications and their disease state and providing, you know, consultations. And that's why we named it Apothecary. Um, I'm not sure if you know this, Tony, but, you know, back in, you know, 1800s, Apothecary was a pharmacy. And those pharmacists were really specialized. They're like compounding pharmacists. And they practiced very independently. Uh, patients would come and talk about their symptoms, their ailments, and the pharmacist would mix up, you know, whatever medication uh, composition that they felt would be best for the patient. So instead of sort of now we're taking that apothecary and a modern take where, you know, pharmacists were so educated in the drug information that we have that when patients come to us, I mean, that's what we're doing. We're we're educating them about their medication, about their disease state and how that comes together for them to get better. So and I think that's a huge miss uh, step in pharmacy right now. Patients aren't being talked to or educated about their medications and how it's related to their disease state and kind of their everyday thing. And I understand, I mean, pharmacists don't have a lot of time. So that's just something me personally, again, why I love independent pharmacy. I can take as a lot of time, much more time with my patients. We can um, create programs inside the pharmacy without having to go through a lot of different, you know, barriers of the corporate chain and corporate approval. So that's something I really love about independent pharmacy as well. That's really great. So like if you, do you have like any advice for people who want to become future owners? Um, I think um, it's so dynamic, independent pharmacy and uh, an independent pharmacist, independent pharmacist wants to be that uh, owners are just crazy people. <laughs> they go to school, they think they can kind of open a shop and, and it just takes a lot of different skill sets. And I think as long as you are very persistent and, you know, you have to understand there is a money component to it and a caring for patients component. And you have to combine those two. Without either of those, you may fall into different um, pitfalls that um, may either one get you in trouble or kind of aren't taking care of the patients and then you kind of get lost in the shuffle of being an owner. So I think make sure that you understand, um, you know, what you're really getting into independent pharmacy for. Is it because it, you want to be your own boss? Is it because you want to take care of patients? But definitely, you know, make sure that you've taken a couple of business classes and kind of the business component is actually much more important than you would think. So um, it's just not so easy to fill prescriptions for patients and educate them, which is all great and dandy. But um, and to create these clinical programs is awesome. But making sure that pharmacists are paid adequately for their services and trying to push that ball, that's something that all in the future independent owners should definitely think about because we got to you know, elevate what's going happening now. It's going, the practice is going to change, I believe, if independent ownership is to survive. So it's got to be someone creative and business savvy and someone who also, you know, cares about patients a lot. So, yeah, that would be my best advice. I don't know if it sounds, it's not very specific, but. Yeah, I mean, it's it's better than no advice. So whoever hears that, it might help them. You, you never know, right? So to be respectful of your time, though, before we wrap things up, uh, where can listeners find out more about your pharmacy? 
Um, we're again, like uh, Tony said, we're located in Huntington Beach, uh, right on the Beach Boulevard, uh, Quinn's Apothecary Pharmacy. Um, and, you know, just give me a call anytime. We're listed on Google and I'm there most days of the week. Great. All right, Padea, thank you again for taking some time to be on this podcast. I'm sure our listeners have learned a lot from you. Thanks for having me, Tony. Really appreciate uh, your time as well on hosting. All right. So if you guys like this episode, please subscribe to our podcast to get notified for uh, future episodes. For more information about OCPHA, you can find us on www.ocpha.org or on our social media accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and YouTube. But uh, until next time, OCPHA is signing off, reminding you to get determined, get inspired. Thank you.